0: Yes, at pressure points i'm your most saucy host in the business d and this is my little cutie pie aj sent across from me we're hitting you with season three episode 18 mountains of morphine find us on instagram and twitter at points o pressure let's get to it cutie pies
1: I really don't like it when you put your foot on my foot during the intro. Did I? Yeah, yeah, and like you, you drag your foot slowly up my leg Shut towards. Oh, this is I don't I, like that.
0: This is why I tell my my wife not to listen to this, <laughs> and my girlfriend, and my side hoe, and your mistress, yeah. <laughs> and my uh, and what was it? Our my fangirl. all the fangirls, yes. yeah. Uh, oh, all of them. Yeah, all all forty thousand of them. Uh, so how you been? Uh, I'm. For the first time,
1: without very much stress. Oh, for this thanks. whole week, yeah, right.
0: You know, oh, agreed. My that's... serotonin levels are finally coming back up.
1: I've been using a uh, vaping melatonin the last three nights, really? just to give it a shot, just try it out. Interesting. I've, I've never, I've never slept better. Really? Like, oh my god, I can't do it. You can't do it every night. Yeah, you, know, you know that's not super good for you. But
0: like, I don't. I sleep less now. You know what you should start doing now. Is Vaping vape your melatonin. Wort. But as soon as you vape it, turn on that weird little uh sleep uh playlist that I have. I'll send it to you. Send it. And your your other playlist too. Get those super weird dreams, man. Oh. Shit hits the spot. Sounds
1: great. And then I'll vape mugwort. Oh dude, we still need oh, to do that. We should do that. Yeah. That's gonna be an episode. I'm
0: I'm down. Well
1: you wanna have a sleepover?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only if we can share the same sleeping bag. We can share the and same bag. If it's pipe. a twin size. <laughs> It is. Oh, That's me bad and boy would be bursting at the seams. Oh, uh,
1: when Katie moved in, we shared a full bed. Yeah. Until
0: a month ago. Fuck that. I. We're small. We're pretty small. Yeah, I was Katie's gonna say teeny. like, you guys stacked on top of each other about the length of a full full bed. Yeah. But me, I'm just like, oh, I'm a fat fuck, so I need queen and larger. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a bedroom where the entire floor is mattress. That would be fantastic. Sold.
1: Perfect. Make sure there are lots of corners that I can fall, roll face first into like a baby. <laughs>
0: yeah. Foam pad the corners so that it's it's AJ proof. Uh yeah. So yeah. How's your week been? It's been good. Uh I yeah, didn't do a lot really mm-hmm. as usual. Uh didn't sleep well for about 3 days there. Basically <laughs> Tuesday night through Thursday night. Weird. Yeah, I wonder why. And then yeah. finally it was just like, you know what? I'm not going to look at fucking Twitter for oh like god, you were getting days. your news from Twitter. No, I wasn't getting my news, but like, I was looking at opinions and analysis, oh. and it was just hell on earth.
1: the the further the furthest I went was the popular tab on Reddit.
0: Oh yeah, and I, then I
1: just had CNN open on my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, if I ever want my really like a solid liberal view, I'll go like all on Reddit and just scroll through like of yeah. the day it's no, like, yeah, no okay. there were some
1: great things happening like there was uh some data entry that looked really shady because they were like so and so how, how are many thousand votes on one without the other zero but
0: yeah i'm one of them it,
1: it was huge on a very conservative subreddit <laughs> but best. it was immediately debunked <laughs> but they kept perpetuating <laughs> it huge.
0: so the best thing to do last week was if you went to all on reddit and you sorted by controversial like literally, just it was all conspiracy theories and people bitching about it, and it was like, oh my god, it was just more so for like a funny point of view. Yeah, and I was just like, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> like there was a yeah. there was one post that I saw, and this guy goes, and I hope he's listening because he's a fucking idiot. He's not, but uh, I hope he goes. I wish that we would do an electoral college on a county scale. And I was like, oh, what? What? Yeah. So he was saying that each county would be assigned electoral college votes, like points, on a county scale, because then his Lord and Savior, Trumpist Christ, would get into the office with, like, obviously 40 billion to, like, like 70. It's just like, Jesus, you Jesus, moron. Jesus. But the. The Uh,
1: populations aren't the same across every county I just
0: I go I was like it makes sense this asshole is like you know what I think that the 400 people that voted somewhere in Alaska should definitely be equal to the entire like population of LA County yeah exactly you know what's easier than this popular vote (laughs) (laughs) yeah just eliminating an entire college yeah exactly Uh, oh but yeah I'm so glad it's done so far. I think uh, that over the next uh, yeah. month it's still just gonna be a shit show. Well, but yeah. at least like there's an answer that's there. That's yeah. not like Nevada's still working on counting to seven. I mean, it's I'm like, sure they still <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. But I I do agree. I like that there's at least some closure. A slight conclusion to Plus
1: it. Plus the idea of a pay per view event where the Secret Service dragging uh Trump right out of the <laughs> out of the White House after he upper decks all I, of the toilets.
0: <laughs> honestly, I my biggest thing is I really just want to see I want to see him ha- and I knew have we to I knew we were going to get political, I know we
1: we talked about not getting political
0: I 5 really minutes ago. I want to see him just have an emotional breakdown. Not like he like has an emotional break, but like he's just talking and he's like we lost. It's cheating. <laughs> and he just gets really upset about it. I would love that. Like, oh, did you see yeah. uh, the Four Seasons shit? Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I was good. following that
1: live. So good. That
0: shit was amazing. Um, And if anyone, like, honestly, you should do this as well. Watch the Dave Chappelle SNL, like, in its entirety. They do not just his stand-up, but the entire episode. Mm-hmm. They do such a good job. It's so fucking hilarious. You should watch it tonight.
1: Let me um, let me tell you about my my experience with the Four Seasons. To anybody who doesn't know what that is, Four Seasons is a hotel chain in the U.S. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, some uh, chain yeah. is yeah, that yeah, the I right term? Say, yeah. Like it's just it's a, a bunch of hotels. Yeah, a bunch of hotels. Um, so the, I stumbled upon a, just a tweet for on Reddit, of course, and it just said something to the effect of we're going to be doing a press conference at the at the four seasons and then there was a response that was just from the four seasons saying this is not affiliated to the four seasons to hotel. the four seasons hotel it's to the four seasons landscaping <laughs> and and i just saw that and i was like okay that's probably a fake oh, tweet it's... like that's funny whatever cool no like it's not. all right a couple hours later went back on reddit because i'm bored and don't do anything in my life yeah. and, and yeah, it was somebody
0: posting pictures of
1: found the uh found the
0: It was Pat and Oswald. Yes. You know, it, it was Pat and yes. Oswald that went there oh. and had taken pictures of where they were gonna do it. They had their flags put up. Yeah, on it's like next to an adult bookstore. Like,
1: it was a garage door. They put up all their signs on a garage door. <laughs> and there's a little pulpit. Rudy right Giuliani in front of it. goes into an adult uh...
0: bookstore
1: next uh, next door, and they're in a in a lot with like a chain link fence. And
0: he was tucking his shirt in frequently.
1: Oh, very frequently. As store. as long as the every time the school bus drove past. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, oh, oh and it just it just devolved into people like figuring out that yes, they really. Accidentally booked the wrong location and then said, fuck it, we'll do it live.
0: And I love carried that through. people started posting like reviews on Yelp yes, of it. I saw some of those. One of them was when I lost the election in 2016, Um, I actually conceded at the Four Seasons landscaping site. <laughs> And it was the most welcoming area I've ever been in. And just as, like, the the adult bookstore was so welcoming. It was just, it's amazing. <laughs>
1: Did you see what the adult bookstore has been doing? No. They've been posting, like, so they, their first, like, tweet was, Rudy Giuliani just came into this adult bookstore. <laughs> if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for all of you. Come on in. It's uh, There's a sale. And they just kept posting oh, things like, it. we don't know what's happening, but there's a lot of people outside. <laughs> like but come on down get to get a book and apparently they're just like super popular
0: now. oh that's delightful oh right?
1: but the the press pictures of the signs just
0: up on a garage <sighs> yeah, door so great especially zoomed out because when they were recording the press conference they did everything they could to block out any sign that it wasn't the four seasons hotel yeah amazing so great
1: so great they should have hired us to do the audio
0: no well, no. well really, yeah, yeah, because we would have just cut it
1: yeah <laughs> We would have uh
0: would have got that, through uh, the mic checks sweet, and then
1: sweet remix. Pulled a bunch of cords and walked away. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just just smashed the computers. <laughs> Good luck, fuckface.
1: Oh, all right. Well that's enough yeah. politics. Uh, we weren't super political. It was just fucking funny.
0: Yeah. So um before we started, I was tying my because <laughs> i 'cause I'm I'm that lazy piece of shit. <laughs> and uh it reminded me of last week I went and bought uh, pair of moccasins and I had gone the, the pair that you're wearing now or your other yeah pair? yeah the, the pair that I'm wearing now oh. and I went to Target because they had really cheap ones there so I go into Target and checking them out and I put some on they didn't have the size that I needed but they had like one that was just barely too big mm-hmm. like every time I'd step it was like flip flops <laughs> my heel would pop out so I was like maybe if I like tie them just slightly tighter I'll be okay so untie it I go to pull it tight, and both of the strings on it just snap off. and Oh, like, shit. Fuck. So I tie them back to it and just hang them back up. I was like, oh, my God. I'm fucking out. Eat my dick, Target. It was worth every moment. That's that's wonderful. I should have been there. Yeah, because you would have shamed me and you would have no, shut no. me out. I would have bought them. No. <laughs> you just would have broken more of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so what you got today? So today, mountains of morphine. Yes. Um so I stumbled across this this kind of concept, this idea, this story Ooh. kind of through one of our Patreon subscribers Nordic Thunder. He suggested I think it was jo- Johan Johannes S. Anderson, which is a Norwegian resistance fighter. Okay. Who was also a criminal before World War II and You know, cocaine-fueled rampages and all that fun stuff. So it it started off... I was looking into him, and I I am going to cover that guy because it is a fantastic story. (laughs) But then I got sidetracked, and I found this story of a a team of Norwegian resistance fighters who were basically living in a cave for a little bit outside of a German hydroelectric plant that they were using to create heavy water.
0: Now, it's just... Was this the Yuba County Five?
1: Yes. No. (laughs) And they... So heavy water. Do you know what heavy water is? No. Basically, it's used in the production of like nuclear nuclear energy plants and potentially weapons manufacturing. Okay. So a lot of people don't know, but Germany did have a nuclear program. I'm not surprised, honestly. they, were, they it, were ahead yeah. of their time. They are. It's very in the mainstream history. It's very played down. Like, oh, they would have been, you know, a decade out of Look, making one of these. And I've all played of these
0: things. Wolfenstein. I think I know how the Nazis were handling things. They <laughs> that were advanced.
1: True. They were really advanced. But <laughs> you know, people don't take into uh, account. Have you heard of German efficiency? <laughs> I mean, it it's, yes
0: and no, but yeah, it's I've...
1: basically they're so efficient and streamlined that th- th- I think they were f- way further along
0: oh easily
1: w- with our nuclear program than they than anybody ever found out. And I'm sure out.
0: like they did everything in their power to prevent yeah. Showing any of that to anybody.
1: Like uh, of course I'm would've going just, being sidetracked again. Yeah, it but... it
0: would have just made them like a larger threat if people knew how advanced they were.
1: Yeah. They there there's like a cave, I think it's somewhere in the Alps that is heavily irradiated. More than natural levels. Jesus. And it's completely like blocked off, closed down, and during the war it's documented that there was a German lab in there. But nobody is allowed to go in. The government, I think it's the Polish government, will not let anybody go in, even if they're you know fully suited up and stuff.
0: That's where they were manufacturing zombies.
1: But they also say that it's a naturally occurring amount of radiation.
0: That's where the Holy Grail is, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't be
1: surprised. <laughs> That's how they protected it. Yeah. Just, just
0: irradiated <laughs> Put it. Put it in the middle of a mountain surrounded by radiation. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, so um, there's Norwegian, another, another Norwegian one. No, no, fighters. we'll we'll get back oh, to we'll it. We'll get to it. Okay. There's uh there's another guy. So there there are groups of people who I absolutely admire who Me. will just go around old like World War Two Nazi facilities and they'll just bring some Geiger counters or <laughs> like the, they'll bring hidden cameras because a lot of them are more urban exploration type stuff, like you have to sneak in. Ah, uh, I see. You, like it's it's a lockdown. Um So this dude, I think it was in the, like, 2008, 2009, I think, around there, he just had a Geiger counter, a hidden Geiger counter that was connected to his phone, and he started getting alerts. Oh, no. He found a chunk of something on the ground, just, like, on a road. (laughs) Was it uranium? Outside. Yeah, it was a form of uranium. Oh, God. No way. But it was enriched. And it was partially enriched, and at the time, like, through mainstream history, they don't think that the nazis had the power to really enrich it to the point that this piece was so of course he reported it the government came in they you know shipped it off to who knows where probably area 51 and he never heard anything about it nobody will acknowledge that it even existed of course and yeah yeah, it's uh it's either it (laughs) fell off a a military (laughs) truck somewhere or yeah so the Russians there was this hydroelectric plant where they were producing this heavy water and uh, I love this the this Norwegian team they were living in a cave eating moss because they were supposed to it was supposed to be a fairly quick operation the British government was going to drop in some commandos they're going to work with the Norwegians get into the this plant and blow up key locations in this plant so the team it's uh they used to deploy these commandos using gliders that are towed by airplanes so you're in a glider following oh, behind okay. an airplane. Yeah, yeah. And so, then
0: you've got a little switch where it's just like Yeah, you disengage released. and then you can like
1: glide down. Super cool idea. You know, you're flying under their radar literally. <laughs> uh the first group, I think it was like 6 or 8 people. This is all just off memory by the way. I don't have notes on this. <laughs> hey, you're good. No yeah, they one airplane and glider crashed into each other. Oh, killed God. everybody on board. No. Another one Crash, the airplane crash killed everybody, but the hang glider was able to escape, landed near the first crash site. Uh, They all got abducted and murdered and executed and tortured by the Gestapo. And then the third group also did.
0: So this is why people know about the term German efficiency and do not know about the term Norwegian efficiency.
1: No, no. This was the British fault. Oh, British efficiency. These are British British soldiers. The Norwegians were in there. They were ready. They were just staging. I
0: thought you were saying it was Norwegians. My bad.
1: So this was happening in winter and they- I remember one vague detail was they were able to catch a reindeer just before Christmas and that was like how they were able to survive for a little while Eventually, because because
0: Santa had to bring them food yes. they held it ransom well the british santa couldn't the
1: bring them food cuz they suck at deploying their troops essentially
0: well, yeah and i mean or apparently. When, when santa claus is able to go around the entire planet giving toys to all boys and girls well all all christian boys and girls and christian uh, of he definitely was parents. able to to provide the, the food ransom for the stolen Brutals. Yes. Yeah. Delicious.
1: So eventually another team was successfully deployed. They got into the plant. They ran into a a caretaker of the plant, but he was also Norwegian. So they were like <laughs> So he was totally willing to help them. And they, they blew up a bunch of these it. things. It wasn't like a permanent thing. It was like a it would stop the production temporarily until the the allies would be able to get into a range to actually bomb the hydroelectric plant. And it was super successful. It was great. They were able to escape. A couple of the so how, agents how stayed know, in the area.
0: How do they know that that guy was Norwegian? Did he was it like he was just patrolling They were in Norway, I believe. Oh, okay. I was thinking the plant that he's, itself. They're just patrolling and he overhears their conversation. He's like, somebody speaking Norwegian? What the fuck? Like walks down the hallway and they're all standing there and he's like, oh, just repeats whatever they said and they're like, Hey, how's it going, man? He's like, I'll help you out.
1: Now, it, it was basically, you you could tell the civilian employee kind of thing.
0: Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. they're just And like,
1: well, yeah. they were going to uh, kill him if he didn't want to cooperate. So <laughs> there's that. So yeah, they, they blew it up. Eventually the Allies started bombing this plant, but the Germans were trying to just unload all of the heavy water that they had and get it back to Germany. So they put it all on this ferry. But luckily, the Norwegians were in play there as well, and they blew the fuck out of that ferry with plastic
0: explosives. <laughs> Blowing the fuck out of a ferry. My favorite <laughs> pastime. And I was going to say, is that I'm, I think we had an episode like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just always referencing our old episode, episodes. Oh,
1: hey, at least we have old episodes that we can reference now. Hey,
0: bada bing bada hey. boom.
1: All right, but back into Mountains of Morphine. That's yeah. That's kind of the journey yes. that it took to get me here, because then I found this man... I gotta, I gotta scroll down to his name. You, Do you want me to pronounce no, it? No, no, no. Let me I've try. I'm phonetic. Imo Koivunen? Koi oh, God. Koivunen.
0: Uh, yeah. Imo Koivunen. Koi Koivunen. Okay. He, Which we're probably, we're butchering oh, I'm it sure. with our
1: dumb Americans. This episodes. dude isn't even Norwegian. He's Finnish.
0: Imo Koivunen. That's the American way. That's it's the American way.
1: Yeah. So I, I stumbled across this guy and. I wanted to give a little background to make his story a little more understandable cuz a lot of people turns out don't know anything about combat drugs.
0: Not me. I just know about Hitler drugs.
1: I mean, we yeah, won't get into I told you. Don't get into it. No, I'm we not going to
0: sidetrack. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that then comes I won't into it. Spoil So, anything.
1: so combat drugs have been around for a long time. Uh-huh. It's basically you have an army, you make a couple key points or groups hopped up on some drugs
0: pump them and suddenly they can
1: kill a lot of people a lot quicker (laughs) and they can march for a lot longer without rest you know that's the idea
0: amphetamines are a hell of a drug (laughs) so
1: they've been they basically as long as people have been killing each other people have been using combat drugs uh homer wrote that greek soldiers would chug a shitload of wine and then go fight (laughs) (laughs) liquid courage baby oh yeah um, Viking berserkers, you know, there's the legends of them taking the mushrooms and just tripping oh, balls yeah, and yeah. just killing the shit out of people. That's
0: where Valhalla really is.
1: <laughs> in <yeah>. the mushroom? <laughs> yeah. So in the Civil War, Civil War was a, a war of morphine and opium. Okay. Solid work. If you remember from the, I don't even remember what that episode was, The oh, the Dark Side of Foods, was that what it was called?
0: I think so. The one where so. we
1: talked about like Coke and Seven-Up, ground yeah, yeah, crackers, yeah, yeah, that yeah. stuff. A lot of them got addicted to morphine because they would use it, <laughs> yeah. obviously, as a painkiller, anesthetic, but also as an anti-diarrheal. So their officers would be given like an opium oh, no. morphine tea almost daily.
0: Yeah, amazing. Think to of all stave
1: the... off dysentery and shit. Oh,
0: God. Think of all the yeast that you could finally consume. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would be fantastic just i just need to get some morphine <laughs> <laughs> and then you know world war one was a war full of tobacco cocaine and a drug called forced march <laughs> which is a great name
0: forced march
1: yeah it was it was cocaine and cola nut extract and they they would mix that and you could buy on the home front from you could go down to the pharmacy buy coke heroin and different oh, mixtures no. And then send it to, you know, your brother, your lover, your son on the front. God. So you just get a box at mail time full of heroin.
0: Can you imagine the amount of felonies that you would get if you were sending, like, troops heroin now? Oh, my God. <laughs> not, no, no, just, it's not just, just like, in, just interstate wait. mail. This shit's like, international mail to troops. Trafficking. And you're just sending, like, heroin needles just that are loaded. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, God. Pure. Um, there was some you know, random number that I did not verify at all. It was pretty much that. <laughs> so our before... entire podcast. Yes. So before World War One, almost nobody smoked. Like, it wasn't that big of a thing. Most of the time it was just a pipe. Cigarettes weren't really big at all. Yeah. After the war, because they would hand out cigarettes as a ration, even if you didn't smoke, it got up to, like, just the U.S. forces. It increased by 15%. I'm not surprised. And that's where, you know, why we have an issue with cigarettes now and why we had those huge, I mean, even worse issues in, like, the 80s and 90s.
0: Didn't they tell them at the time that it was, like, good for them?
1: Yeah. It was just, like, smoking a pipe, which was generally considered good for you.
0: They're like, it'll give you the energy that you need. Just make sure to keep smoking them.
1: And then take your cocaine tablet. <laughs> Uh, 17 see. times per day so, so World War II comes around I know I skipped a couple of wars there but that's okay so the allies would give Benzedrine as a combat drug especially the UK which does it's an amphetamine oh <laughs> oh yeah oh, boy. they are cheap and plentiful amphetamines cheap and plentiful and then the Axis would give Pervitin and Philopon which are methamphetamines
0: so those were the drugs of choice. 10 out of 10, honestly. <sighs> it was a simpler time, AJ. It was. It was a simpler, simpler time. time.
1: So <laughs> wonderful. And, you know, obviously not necessarily everybody would get these drugs. I'll get into some of the numbers later of how much of these drugs
0: were produced. And then in Vietnam, they started giving them Agent Orange.
1: <laughs> uh, that's not yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> it starts, Korea's next. Oh. <laughs> so in Korea, it was just straight up meth. Oh, just methamphetamine, sure. sure. Just crack pipes aplenty. Yeah, just to U.S. soldiers, and then oh. uh, Vietnam was dextroamphetamines. <laughs> oh, even better. Just more refined amphetamines. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, Christ. and then we're we're now we're up to the modern day. You get jihadists. They're on Captagon, which is an amphetamine. I'm which, pretty sure. I'm well, guessing... uh, it synthesizes in the body and creates
0: an amphetamine. I'm guessing that American troops currently are just loaded with Adderall. I mean, you're not wrong. If if you have it in college, I would not be surprised if they were supplying it to fucking troops. They're on the
1: same shit that they gave US soldiers in Vietnam. American fighter pilots are given dextroamphetamines. Jesus, <laughs> fuck, really? Yeah.
0: Oh my. It's God. like
1: okay, you can get you can just get it for flying.
0: Damn. <laughs> That's insane. I'm in the wrong job. Yeah, they're all gonna they're gonna get uh not discharged, but they're gonna leave the military and they're like, we have to live in Oregon now. <laughs> so that we aren't getting fucking felonies for what the fucking government has given us addiction for while we were flying their planes. Jesus um, Christ. In more recent times, I think 20, 30 years ago, and,
1: you know, to a point still up to modern day, Ukrainian fighters are given to speed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And child soldiers in the Congo and other places are usually given a drug called Bubbles, which, you guessed it. Amphetamines. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ! Everybody's on amphetamines. Surprise!
1: Surprise! Is the that's the the combat drug of choice. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, it, you should all definitely check out Requiem for a Dream. I I don't know if you've seen it, but nope. it was one that like you can't show it in high school, like. You can't show it to kids that are in, like, middle school or that are, like, like 14, 15-year-old kids just because it's very visceral. But I would say it is probably one of the best examples of, like, an anti-drug movie that, like, it doesn't overglorify it. It's just like, hey, these guys are doing drugs. They're getting into <laughs> fucking drugs. Like, this old lady starts doing speed so she can lose weight hey that works destroys everyone's life like it it is the most disheartening movie i've ever watched like you leave and you're like fuck but definitely everyone should watch that movie <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as soon as you said speed i was like oh no
1: Ah, uh, so talking about german efficiency turns out the reason they were so efficient is they were all cracked out the drug pervitin. it was created by a pharmaceutical company it was marketed as a wonder drug you could go down to the pharmacy and just buy it over the counter god and yeah it's it's meth and you (laughs) it it was wonderful you could go raise a family of five alone as a you know as the wife who stays home clean your entire house do 15 sets of like hit exercise (laughs) you could go do crossfit And, you know, breastfeed five kids at the same time and clean your entire house and sew enough clothing for the entire Reich. And you're set. (laughs) In a week. In a day. In a day. (laughs) Jesus. And later later it was restricted to just military use. And there was another guy. Of course, I didn't write down his name. He was high ranking. He was uh, a high ranking doctor in the Reich, in the German government as well. And he, towards the end of the war, was kind of came out and said, Hey, this isn't good. This is like really addictive. This is really bad. But nobody listened. <laughs> like he he banned it on the home Not front, it. but everybody was just still selling it. Nobody gave a shit. Because they were addicted to it, of course. He was the Fauci of his time. He's like,
0: nah, I don't think this is a good idea. And they're like, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> underrated but to the german government at the time total war means total commitment (laughs) so they found out how to get a person to commit more than they're physically able to commit and that's meth
0: oh god of course
1: and i also love it every every time every different source that i found for this story always quoted the same thing you know the art of war by sun Tzu or whatever it is speed is the essence of war and 100% correct, because they're on a lot of speed. But they, yeah. Let's see, what what was the... There's a book called Blitz by Norman Oler. Pretty sure that's how you say it.
0: Norman Rockwell.
1: No. You should definitely read it. I uh, bought it for my father for Christmas or his birthday or something a couple of years ago. It's a fantastic book. It talks about drugs in World War Two Germany and... It takes information from Hitler's dentist, who would oh. write diaries of the drugs he was giving Hitler. Oh, and Hitler was on so many drugs. I feel like he I invented don't... drugs. He was injected with bull semen directly into the same. I was going to say veins. I don't
0: remember if we ever got into that in one of our episodes. We talked about it. I think a it little was bit. during our eugenics episode, like our
1: second something or like third. that. It's Long a time ago. Yeah. Then I said I would
0: get into it more later, but then I forgot.
1: In now typical
0: Pressure Points fashion. We don't know what we're doing. We threw away the idea that we came up with during an episode.
1: <laughs> but we're here now. Yeah. We'll get around to it eventually. Yeah. So the, it's a fantastic book. Definitely check it out. But in April through December 1939. So that's around yeah, – that's the Polish campaign. hmm the German military used 29 million pills oh my of pervitin
0: God. in just, just pervitin? those months of just pervitin. Jesus, I was thinking that was like an overall. I was like, oh, okay, yeah,
1: that's that's okay. That was the combat drug of choice. This was oh. the trial oh, no. of let's see if this works, and it worked. Like, this that's shit why works. they fucking got into Poland so quickly. Besides using Ford trucks, <laughs> like we need about. Bad- 28 million more of these bad boys. Well, just spring 1940, they were issued 35 million pills. Oh, what? And that's at the height of the Blitzkrieg. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's a shitload of meth. That's like Alabama levels of meth. Damn.
0: (laughs) Heisenberg can't compete, bro. No. (laughs) Jesus Fuck. They're just reaching out to the cartel, and cartel's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is fantastic. Pablo Escobar was born in the wrong generation. He really was.
1: <laughs> That's, yeah, definitely some reincarnation or something there. So some military units were issued four pills a day for weeks on end, because they would just be able to march, and then take an hour of rest, eat, and then march <laughs> for God. days jesus christ no wonder they were always so energetic and like (laughs) fanatical at the rallies and things they were all hopped up on meth
0: (laughs) oh god oh no dude i can't even imagine holy shit
1: yeah so combat drugs super fun super interesting i'd love to go into modern combat drugs a little bit more with what current governments are using
0: i'm sure it's
1: a little difficult to find good information on it but it's definitely out there jesus um so now i'm gonna do a really quick simple crash course on finland during world war ii because it's confusing (laughs) (laughs) they had it really rough finland began world war ii in a defensive war against the soviets in 1939 the soviets invaded them soviets being allies yeah okay not looking good for them then they worked in concert with the Nazis against the Soviets. The The Nazis were basically, hey, you're being attacked by the Soviets. We don't like the Soviets. We'll help you out. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, so 1941 through 1944, they worked together. They worked in concert, but Finland was never an Axis power. They never signed the uh, that treaty? Ag- the, the pact. Pact. No. I forgot. It's trip something triplicate no not quite fuck if i know i i don't know why i didn't have a better idea than i do i i I really question why i do and don't write some things down (laughs) so they they were never a an axis power and they never they were never forced to perpetuate anything to do with the holocaust their jewish citizens were totally fine oh okay like so they they were basically allies but not 100 percent pretty much they were common enemy enemy of my enemy kind of thing oh i see okay that makes sense then after 1944 1944 until the end of the war <laughs> they teamed up with the soviets and the allies against the nazis basically the soviet union was like all right we're not going to attack you anymore but like you have to give us some of your land uh, because of the that. the because uh, you killed a bunch of our people but we're going to help you as long as you help us kill the nazis
0: help us out we'll protect your jews let's fuck up
1: some nazis perfect it's fair Sounds like a good plan. Best treaty ever. <laughs> <laughs> Except they lost like their fourth most populated city and like ten percent of their land Ugh. and they were completely destroyed oh, no. after the war. I say completely, but you know, they they had it rough. So you got it down. They they, they, they flipped a couple of times, kinda not really. And this is where Imo Koivunen comes in. Ah, uh, I was about to say, I was like, when when's Imo showing up? So he's Finnish. He's uh twenty four at this state of his life. He's in the military. He's been in the military for about two years. It's March 18th, 1944. It's negative 15 degrees Celsius. Or about 5 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. He's on ski patrol in Lapland. Which I- it's an area of Finland that borders Sweden, Norway, Russia, and the Baltic Sea. Hop in place. And he, him and his group, his squad I guess, are pretty much just skiing around looking for Soviets. Scouting
0: out. Yeah, you know, just patrolling. <clears throat> so, also, by the way, yes. Fuck your neighbor for revving his engine you... for like no goddamn reason. I hope that isn't being picked up. It probably is. If you can't hear it, it's like I can hear it can through hear my it. headphones He's and just I so. wow, that dick is huge. I can see it from here. Yeah,
1: Through the blanket over the yeah, window.
0: It's on my hand. I'm jerking him off <laughs> from next door. Gock gock gock. Okay. So okay. Sorry. He's skiing around, looking for Soviets. like Soviets, yeah. on his little ski patrol
1: with a with a squad with his buddies. Young dude, but he's been involved in the military for a long time. Well, relatively, uh, and they get ambushed. This dick. <laughs> no, we're good. So they get ambushed by some Soviets. The Soviets find him, and they fucking take off. They're getting shot at. They're skiing oh. their little hearts
0: out. The and, little Finnish hearts. Yeah,
1: they're on day three, so they're already fucking
0: beat. Yeah. And Pop they they start to like separate. And they're locked in. No, no, they're they're not on any. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what they could have done.
1: So they're they're kind of starting to separate out. It's this like James Bond fight scene with skis, and they're just trying to escape. And so since Finland was in concert with the Axis at this point, the Nazis supplied the Finns with eight hundred and fifty thousand tablets initially. With more arriving every day. Oh.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, so
1: this is this is uh, three years into working in concert with them. So they have gone through over a million pills of Pervitin.
0: Jesus.
1: F- fucking crazy amount of drugs. So he's hallucinating. He's starting to black out. He's falling behind. Somebody in his squad is yelling at him to keep up. It's this, like, really, really intense situation and he's like i'm gonna die (laughs) i'm going to die i'm being i'm delirious my heart is
0: going to explode i'm
1: being shot at i don't know what's happening so he as he's skiing
0: he was i like your motion for skiing. by the way aj just did like a running motion (laughs) he's just like fucking running man over here he's skiing skiing. (laughs) that's how people ski cross-country skiing yeah i can see that yeah duh but I like to think that he's just doing, like, some backcountry shit. He's just <laughs> boom, 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 just fucking killing
1: it. He is killing it. So he was the the drug carrier for his group Uh-oh. because he was always against taking these combat drugs. Oh, so his squad yeah, was like, yeah, you take it because— Give them to the guy that's not going to take yeah, exactly. them and get addicted. Yeah. So he knows he's going to get caught, so he grabs the capsule of Pervitin. It has a lot of doses in it for because for the whole squad for multiple days potentially oh no so it's got 30 doses in it
0: Oh
1: no! so he's you know with big gloves on opening the capsule and trying to pour one out but a bunch keep like pouring out then he puts them back in pouring them out as he's hiding it because he's embarrassed from his teammates yeah from his squad mates and he's he's skiing dying at the same time and he's delirious so he just says He gets frustrated and says, Fuck it, and just takes it.
0: Imo, no. (laughs) No, Imo, don't. Don't compromise your beliefs. Guess how many he took? He took seven.
1: (laughs) He took thirty. Oh my fucking God. Oh and how
0: many were they taking a day normally? Four? Uh,
1: One dose is one pill. So they wouldn't take they
0: usually didn't take any. They just take like one a day if they really needed it. If they really needed it, they would take one. Oh my god. Imo's gonna fucking die. So Imo this Imo um, suddenly turns into like the fucking road runner and just meep, meep zoom he's he's, he's fucking is a gone. mad lad. Oh my god. Uh yeah, so 30.
1: <laughs> Fairly quickly he got energized. Suddenly he started catching up with his squad mates and he's like, "Yeah, I feel great. I can just go. I can just keep skiing." He's like, That's fucking fine, baby. <laughs> and they he kept he kept uh skiing with the group for hours when out of nowhere, the trees all started to look different, oh, like no. weird. They got into Russia, didn't they? No. Where did they get? They're still in Finland. They're still somewhere. in Finland. So the trees are just looking really weird, and Uh-oh. he starts to tunnel vision. Oh god, no! And he blacks out. Oh, I'm at this point. He's OD. somewhat separated from his group, in enough to the point where they're like, "Shit, we have to keep going." He's run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> the next week. Was a hallucination-filled mess, I wrote. Oh my god, no. And so th- this was pieced together with a couple eyewitnesses and just his entire remaining life trying to remember and separate hallucination from reality. Holy shit. He got confused that first day. You don't say. Separated from his entire group. Like, when he blacked out, he was still moving around conscious. He just doesn't remember it. Jesus Fuck. He skied directly into the camp of the Soviets who were chasing them. And they were so shocked that they, they like sh- shot at him three times, maybe just a handful of times. <laughs> he probably got and hit like, and was just like, No, no, he didn't get hit. Because they were so surprised. They were like, Uh, uh, I gotta go get my gun. Like,
0: they, yeah. they didn't know what the fuck to do because that's
1: pretty weird. He just skied into their camp.
0: He hasn't blinked for like 15 <laughs> minutes. They're so yeah. like, Let's not fuck with this guy. Let him pass. Oh, let's see. His foot. <laughs> was injured
1: pretty quickly because he stepped on a landmine. No. The bones were sticking out and his muscles were grated, he said. Fuck. So his foot was fucked up.
0: Oh my God. So, and this is during his hallucination.
1: Yeah. During Jeez this trip. Christ. He, there's a dugout near where the this mine went off. And he's like, well, fuck, I gotta, I gotta sit down. I gotta figure out what the hell is going on. So he goes to the dugout, opens the door, and there was a blinding flash. He wakes up, who knows when, an hour later, a minute later, five hours later.
0: Weeks later, who knows. A
1: day later, who knows. But Uh, he wakes up, and he is 30 meters away, which is about 90 feet, and he's got a ski pole in one hand and the door handle in the other hand. What? It was (laughs) booby-trapped. The dugout was
0: booby-trapped. Oh, my God.
1: We so, sh- we really yeah. should have
0: gotten the clip of uh, Mr. Mackey from South Park. Drugs are bad
1: <laughs> We should have. Good
0: God, this guy is yeah, just he fucking was
1: locked in, blinded because of the explosion for a little bit. He said from his diary, he said that he felt a rustle in his head.
0: <laughs> you don't say. I don't know what that his, would f- feel like, but something in his head teeth was rustling. Are roughly like. Millimeters tall, like literally three <laughs> millimeters tall, because he's just ground them down to nothing. The, the only thing that he's eaten over the last four days is like tooth powder. <laughs> he he hasn't eaten anything at this point, as
1: far as he knows. I'm sure they didn't have food supplies on them.
0: He's just picking off pieces of his own foot. He's like, "This is fine. I'm the sausage. I'm ready to go."
1: He when he woke up, the back of his pants were gone, but the front was still there. He's wearing assless chaps. He's wearing assless chaps. Sporting them in the forties. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. We we need to bring those back. I mean, I'm wearing them right now.
0: Yeah, you are, you little man.
1: Um, you saucy so, little minx. His right foot already the shoe was blown off. His left foot, what was left of his shoe was just a couple strips of leather. God,
0: what the fuck? And
1: so he crawled into a ditch and waited to die. That was his yeah, his plan. Like i imagine. Well, fuck. <laughs> He crawls into a ditch, and he survived the next almost week by eating pine needles, and he caught a bird, a
0: Siberian jay, and just ate it. I like to think that the bird was just flying by, and he... it's just his pupils go, <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> he just grabs like, it grabs out of it the air. And it takes a bite.
0: He just bites its head off. And the Soviets are still watching. They're like, dude, I'm glad we didn't fuck with that guy. He's just munching like a live yes. bird. <laughs> God.
1: What a monster! So after a couple of days, he kind of recovers as much as you can without any medical treatment. Like I think (laughs) am amazed he's made it this far. (laughs) Like yeah, he he ended up like taking off part of his shirt in this freezing weather to wrap around his foot so he wouldn't bleed and to to stop the bleeding. After a couple of days, he sets off skiing again. He just says that direction looks good because he was completely lost, completely disoriented. (laughs) Still high as shit. It's been almost a week and
0: he is still tripping. I really hope that this concludes that it's just like an IMO had been gone for 15 years. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> he, yeah, he took off in a random direction and somehow made it back to the finish lines.
0: He was rushed to a hospital at the time he broke the world record for getting around the world <laughs> yes completely. because he came in on the opposite side <laughs> and he's like oh shit okay well i mean i just sprinted across the atlantic ocean it's not a big deal yeah as long as you got you run <laughs> Jeez, fast and you have skis Christ. on you're good
1: oh, anybody fucking can do it
0: jesus over here just cruising yeah so during
1: that he's a random tier. direction hike he's dodging soviets He's surviving freezing cold nights with no shelter, food, water, nothing except for some pine needles. <laughs> and he, yeah, he he eventually gets picked up. Doctors examined him, and at that point, over a week since he had taken the the pills, his heart rate was at two hundred.
0: Oh, I was gonna say it's gonna be up Still, there. Still
1: average two hundred. Yeah. Oh fuck. He weighed ninety four pounds. Oh, they think he had shit. lost like thirty or forty pounds. Jesus. I mean, he's surviving in a week.
0: Birds and like snow. That was mostly the mess. Yeah. Like, it had to be the purpose. I'm saying, like, (laughs) he has no food intake, and it's just when your heart rate is at 200, (laughs) 24 hours a day, 200 probably at its lowest. Yeah. Because it had been a week. So, like, don't sleep for a week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, the fact we, that he didn't have a heart attack re, is we, crazy. We should have renamed the episode How to Lose 30 Pounds in 7 Days. <laughs> God step dang. one, get some Soviets. So step one, take 30 tablets of methamphetamine. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Um, He ended up, they, they figure he skied about 400 kilometers or 250 <laughs> miles.
0: Jesus Christ. And, oh yeah, he
1: just... He was either blacked out or wavering between hallucinations and reality. He didn't know what the fuck was going they on. They just found like
0: bits of bird bone in his stomach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> feathers. Yeah. Just yeah. on the side of his mouth. Oh God. Um, yeah, and how old do you think he
0: was when he died <laughs> from this? Um, my my initial thought is that he lived until he was like in his 60s. But based solely on this. He was 24 when it when he was being chased by the Soviets, correct? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say he died at 24. <laughs> <laughs> he was 72. <laughs> oh, I was close to my first like educated guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 72 years old, never had I mean he obviously <laughs> never did meth again, but he he never had any real health problems from it. He never had a heart attack, he never had cardiovascular issues. In fact, a lot of scientists during, like, the, uh, I think it was the 70s, studied him to see why he didn't just fucking die. Because when you take that much meth, usually people will take that much meth, their pupils constrict,
0: and then they fall over because they're dead. I wonder if it had anything to do with, like, the fact that he was in fight-or-flight mode 24 hours a day. Yeah,
1: doing the, the adrenaline and the fact that it was so cold. Maybe, yeah. Like, maybe that helped.
0: That was helping to... Regulate his heat? Because if you're (laughs) going 200 miles...
1: 200 miles an hour. 200 He was going 200 miles an hour. Like, a minute. That is fucking crazy. That's insane. And, oh, my my notes... uh, My notes just locked, but it's okay because I'm done with my notes. So,
0: yeah, just remember kids, do drugs. To be... Honestly, if you get addicted, if you're going to take anything away from this episode, if you are currently addicted to amphetamines... Just take a month military in one day, no. while you're while you're in like five degree weather. It's fine. You'll yeah. be okay. You'll probably you'll come out, do out more. on top, and you'll look great afterwards. <laughs> you'll look cut, <laughs> fucking shredded. Oh,
1: yeah, oh my fantastic. God. So this isn't the only story of a drug fueled rampage oh, during Jesus. World War II. So. I'm going to do more.
0: This is going to be AJ's little little series.
1: Yeah. truck field rampages. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. He was out for, a, I think it was a little over a week, and he was ODing
0: the and entire that time. The whole time, he was just hallucinating.
1: The entire time, he was blacked out or hallucinating.
0: Good God. That <laughs> shit. Uh, oh, my. Like, I'm impressed. That's, uh, I mean, if you're going to try him, you might as well just do it the one time, survive, and then... I'm off him for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Uh, yeah. So, awesome. you know, he survived. The Nazis
0: got their ass kicked. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. Well, uh, big shout out to uh, our Patreon subscribers. Dark Runner, Casey McFacey, Haley, Waddle, and Nordic Thunder. Nordic Thunder, uh... Thank you, Nordic Thunder, for, uh, I guess, pointing AJ in slightly a direction. Yeah, I'm
1: still going to do that one, I promise, because it's uh, really good. I just want to do it yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this was this was your fault. My fault? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 Nordic Thunder's, in a good way,
0: yeah. I should say. <laughs> um. So, yeah, thank you, guys. If you would like additional episodes, if you want to hear both of us just bullshit and talk o- about non-historical things... And maybe uh, sometimes historical things. Yeah. Just really, whatever. Like, just a more personal side of uh, d and checks out on Patreon. Um, Sloppy Seconds. Sloppy Seconds is our little exclusive on there. What do
1: we have, like six episodes of? Yeah, I don't know. We'll just throw them I up don't every know. once just, in a while. We throw them up every, yeah. like, every other week. Yeah. There's usually like three of them. Every so
0: often of we'll release like one <laughs> just so you guys can check it out. Oh, yeah, on sample. the main um, one. Um, But yeah. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pressure. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next Monday.